calling all detectives. I once had a case in which a mystery story writer provided the chief exhibit, his own murdered body. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. Sometimes people ask me, Jerry Browning, private detective, how I feel about circumstantial evidence. Well, it all depends on the circumstances. Bungalow A at the Fremont Motel was occupied by one dead man lying on the floor and eight live cops who were swarming all over the place. While Lieutenant Dawson of Homicide checked for fingerprints, I talked to my friend Tim Fremont, who owned the motel. This murdered man, Henry Hackett, has he stayed out here before, Tim? Tim nodded. Sure. Some kind of a writer, wasn't he? At least that's what he told me. Been coming here for years. Arrived two weeks ago, scribbled on a pad of paper all day long. Never any guests. Liked it here because he could get away from people. I don't suppose you caught a glimpse of whoever shot him. Tim shook his head. It was late at night. I heard the shot, same as everybody else. Whoever did it jumped into a car. No lights. Got clean away. Dawson came over to us, holding a letter in his hand. Jerry, here's a letter we found in Hackett's pocket. Listen. If you insist, we shall keep the midnight date. Although I think the whole setup smells of melodrama and hokum. As to Diane, certainly she must die. You can decide when, where, and how. The letter's typed, no signature. What do you think of that, Jerry? Hackett was a mystery story writer, wasn't he? Sure he was. What about it? I just thought I'd mention it, Dawson. These writers, none of them satisfied to stick to their stories. They have to fool with real crime. Jerry, this case is crawling with clues. I'll have it solved within 24 hours. When Henry Hackett, a mystery story writer, was murdered, the police found a letter that seemed to name his murderess. Back at headquarters, Dawson called in the reporters. We'll get this Diane woman mentioned in the letter, boys. She's bound to have been seen in public with Hackett someplace. He intended to kill her. Only she killed him first. Give me a play on the story and we'll smoke her out. The boys really gave the story a play. They smeared it all over page one. Late that afternoon... Joe Cooper is my name, Lieutenant. I take care of Mr. Hackett's house while he's away working. Uh, Mr. Hackett, he said that if anything ever happened to him, for me to get in touch with his literary agent, a feller by the name of Durham... Dwight Durham, the literary agent, was sleek, well-groomed, and amused. Come in, gentlemen. I read a story in the papers about some mysterious person named Diane. Uh, might I see the letter at which he's mentioned? Dawson handed over the letter. Durham read it, then... <laughs> I know this is hardly time for humor, but... Well, there's been a really funny mistake. Durham reached into his desk, took out two file folders. I'm afraid that letter's misled you, Lieutenant. Here's the proof in this first folder. That was proof, all right. Galley proof of the first installment of a new Henry Hackett murder mystery serial. In the very first chapter, there was a character all the other people in the story hated. Her name was Diane. I read the type over Dawson's shoulder, noticed that his ears were turning a bright red. After a few moments more, Dawson put the proof down. Oh, Jerry, I'll never live this down. Those newspaper reporters will kid me for the rest of my life. Durham opened the second folder. Here's the rest of the manuscript about the luckless Diane. As for the letter about her, that was written by Harrison Carter, editor-in-chief of the Green Book magazine in Boston. 
Uh, you can call him and check on it if you like. Dawson reached for the phone. Don't think I won't. I stopped him. It's no use, Dawson. You know as well as I do that Mr. Durham is telling us the truth. Durham cut in on me. Gentlemen, I'm rather busy this morning, if you have no further business with me. We're not quite finished, Mr. Durham. You are Hackett's agent. Suppose you tell the lieutenant all you know about Hackett while I look through this manuscript. I picked up the typed pages, read through Chapter 7, by which time, sure enough, Diane had been murdered. I turned a page and there was no more story. Hey, where's the rest of the story? That's all of it, Mr. Browning. Hackett was killed before he finished the book. I kept on staring at the typed sheets. Something was bothering me, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. This stuff isn't up to Hackett's usual standard, is it? I wouldn't say that, Mr. Browning. Dawson yawned, got up. <sighs> Mr. Durham can't tell us anything, Jerry. Come on. Let's get back to headquarters. Wait a second, Dawson. I've got an angle on what you can tell those reporters about Diane. Sit down at that typewriter over there and wrap it out before I lose the idea. Dawson shrugged, sat down again. Statement to the press concerning the Hackett murder. Please do not release until after the arrest of Hackett's murderer. I've got that, Jerry. Go ahead. I didn't answer. Instead, I reached over, pulled the sheet out of the machine. I turned to the agent. Mr. Durham, I've changed my mind about phoning the editor of the Green Book in Boston. I'll call him now to find out whether Hackett usually sent in his scripts typewritten or in longhand. There was a long pause. Then Durham smiled weakly. Uh, never mind. I, I'll answer that. Hackett wrote in longhand. I suppose you've noticed that the type on my typewriter checks with the typing of these manuscript pages. Well, I, I type his scripts from the longhand drafts when he mails them to me. Okay. Where are the original pages? I don't save them. Jerry, what's this all about? Dawson, this is about a literary agent who took his client's original manuscript, threw it away, and wrote substitute chapters. Why did you do that, Mr. Durham? Durham kept denying and finally admitted under pressure that he did rewrite Hackett's material. Claimed it was within his rights as literary agent to do so. Dawson was handling the questioning now. Durham was lying desperately and beginning to show fear out of all proportion to the spot he was in. I didn't listen to his answers. Just kept watching his eyes. And ten minutes later... Don't ask him anything else, Dawson. I think I know where Hackett's original manuscript is. I opened the bottom drawer of a file cabinet across the room, the spot Durham had been staring at. Yeah? I found Hackett's original script. A complete story with one character who did not appear in Durham's version. The character of a crooked literary agent. One who took a power of attorney from writers and then squandered their money. That's how Hackett had intended to show up as agent. And that's why the agent murdered him and wrote a few chapters of a completely new version of the book. Why didn't I suspect Durham? Remembering that Hackett worked in longhand was part of it, but mostly I know writers. And any mystery writer who turns out only seven chapters in two weeks wouldn't last long in that tough business. Like I said, the real clues aren't always evident. Finding them generally depends on the right circumstances. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective.